Bring your A game, bitch. Ding dong! You gotta make choice, you baby! I'm going to humble you. Was it an evolution that my sister and I I'm talking about Lana! Change my brutality. I am the ESC of WWE. Boston! I did it, you bitch. Hey everybody and welcome to Total Breakdown, a podcast about me drinking. I'm just kidding, I'm just fucking with you all. Everybody, welcome back to Total Recap, a podcast, your podcast about the women of WWE. I am your host, Dane, and for the first time ever, welcome to your lockdown. Really, Kesha? Welcome to your lockdown special. Again, I am Dane, joined by our head of security, Kesha, and unfortunately, Josh cannot be with us today because, like most of Australia, he and I were in lockdown and we can't be together to record this special edition of the show. However, I'm on my shit as normal and let's just have a really good time. First of all, boom, SummerSlam predictions. Second of all, draft updates. Whoa. Third of all, um, we're going to play a game. I don't <laughs> we're going to get into that very shortly. So just while you have a minute, breathe in. Take a zen. Breathe out. And get yourself a drink. Because, bitch, we're getting lit. Because it's SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer in winter in Australia. And I'm fucking pumped. So I'm going to need you to participate with me in this. And I appreciate it. Thank you. So before we get started, I hope that you have taken your nice breath in. Because Josh isn't here. And first of all, actually, hang on. Whoa, whoa, wee, wow. Let's backtrack it. Oh, my God, I don't have a sound guy. How am I going to backtrack it? Perfect. Nailed it. We don't even need Josh here. Um, First of all, take it in because Josh isn't here to annoy you this episode. So we're going to have so much fun. However, he has left some voice messages at the end when we actually get into our predictions for SummerSlam. So, you know, you can tune out at about like the 20 minute mark. I don't know. I don't even know how long this is going to go for. But did you pour your drink? Do you have your drink? Let's get ready because... This is the lockdown special, and we have rules because this is your very first total recap drinking game. And I understand that, like, last episode, I might have been hungover. Maybe I can't fact check that, but I'm in lockdown. What do you want from me? Like, I'm being a good fucking citizen by staying indoors. Thank you. Now, the rules of the game are simple, right? I have some keywords that I'm going to say throughout this episode, and... If I say them, first of all, you're going to hear this noise. And you're going to have to take a drink. So, the keywords are SummerSlam, woman, women, whammon, lockdown, and bitch. So, if you hear any of them, you will hear a very subtle noise like this. And you will take a drink. And for every drink that you have, I'm going to have two. So let's just really see how this goes. I cannot wait. First of all, let me just have a nice quick drink to catch my breath because it's hard out here running at solo. There you go. First of all, now you might be asking, 
Dane, what are you drinking? And let me tell you, I am drinking today. Shit, what am I drinking? Hang on. I am drinking a wild turkey and Coke no sugar because I have a figure that I need to look for. And when I find it, you all better be fucking worried. Because <laughs> this personality with this face with a figure, bitch. <laughs> you better look out. Anyway, anyway, I'm getting too ahead of myself. Also, I'm drinking to celebrate because as I'm recording this today, 14th of August in Australia, it is actually International Left-Handed Day. So, for all my homies out there, homies, is that's not, I don't think that's the right thing to, homie, I don't, who the fuck, like, hang on, whoa, whoa. For all my moles out there who are left-handed, congratulations for surviving this long. And fucking let's celebrate, because from one left-hand motherfucker to the other, we have done so well to achieve and survive hardship. Thank you. Cheers. Hang on. That was me cheersing you. So, have a drink for that. I'll say some words for you. SummerSlam, woman, woman, lockdown, bitch. That's four, so I'll do eight. So hang on a sec. Guys, we have so much to talk about today. And, um... I don't even know where to get started. I want to get into SmackDown so bad because SmackDown is fucking killing it yet again. But let's just like crescendo it up. You know what I mean? Like, let's get louder as we get through. So why don't we start with the disappointment of Raw? There, I said it. What do you want? I just realized how quickly this is going to be because we're not going to have Josh like talking and dribbling his bullshit throughout the whole fucking episode. So, like, this can be so quick. Like, this can be so great. You could do, like, your 15 minutes of exercise if you're allowed out of the house and just do whatever the fuck you want. Anyway, let's talk about the women of Raw. All right. So, bitch, like, let's get into it because I want to talk about Lily for a second. Not even for a second. Maybe, like, 30, maybe a minute. I don't know. I can't even comprehend the next words out of my brain cells. Brain cells? Are brain cells a thing? Brain cells. Brained mind? Brain scan. No, cat scan. Guys. Anyway, look, it's chill. It's fine. <laughs> oh, and I just listened to myself back in my head and I was like, oh, fuck me. Like, I sound like I am this riddle dickhead. Anyway, it's cool. Let's talk about Lily because Alexa Bliss, and this goes for a whole bunch of, like, raw on, like, a whole magnitude. The last two weeks, we have had literally the same superstars in repeat. And only one of them have led to like a new future storyline. But we'll put a pin in that. Um, okay, hang on. How am I going to put a pin in this? I need my... Okay, sound effect. If I was Josh, what would I say? Hi. No, okay. That's not a pin, Josh. Um. Okay, no, we got this. Okay, we'll just put a pin <coughs> into that and we'll just pick it up later. So first of all, Dewdrop took on Alexa Bliss, which I found very interesting because Alexa Bliss hasn't actually been in the ring for a while. And given her stature, given her size, Dewdrop was very interesting of an opponent because you would think, and by the way, I'm not going to call her Dewdrop. I'm going to call her Piper because that's just how I know her from NXT UK. So this woman, right? Um, Dewdrop, sorry, these women, sorry. Uh, Alexa Bliss is like very short in stature. And I'm, we're, I just, I guess, I don't like, are we believing that she is actually this demonic woman? Um, 
Because she bought Lily out, put her on the post. And listen, I get it. I'm a defender of Lily and Eva and Alexa and all of this. But I didn't buy this fucking match for like three shakes of the dick after a urinal. Do you get what I'm saying? And not even like a fun shake at the dick of the urinal. <laughs> it's cool. Stress less. Girls, women out there, just relax. Um, Hang on a sec. So they're halfway through a match and this is Piper and Alexa Bliss. And these women are fighting and it's okay. Like, there's no real, like, wrestling at this stage. Um, because Piper went to the turnbuckle where Lily was standing. And Piper was like, ah, you fucking doll, bitch. Like, fucking doll, bitch. Doll. And the doll female, girl, woman, whatever, winked at Dewdrop. And Alexa Bliss rolled her up and got the win. So, I'm just like, okay. First of all, this is okay. But are we leading to a tag team match or are we leading to like a one-on-one at SummerSlam at the kickoff show, like Eva Marie versus Alexa Bliss? Like, are these women going to fight? Because if these women are not going to fight, then what the fuck are they doing? Does that make sense to anyone else but me? Just let me know. Check us out on Twitter, Total Recap Show. (gasps) Wow, what a plug. Thank you, Dane. You're welcome. Now, listen. This storyline is interesting, but there's also a part of me that feels like they're kind of rushing it, right? So, in the last episode, we spoke about the Lily Lucian. I would have liked to see Eva Marie and Piper taking on, like, maybe, like, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, or even just, like, Piper or Eva having matches with, like, Naomi, for example, or any other woman on the Raw roster, like, any of these women could have competed with each other while we had this Lily Lucian video package happening, and this could have built us up a lot longer. However, if this match between these women are going to happen at SummerSlam, does this mean that we, like, you know, I understand, like, we've rushed it because we're going to SummerSlam with these two women, um... But if not, then this just feels like a waste and it feels rushed and I want to know the intention and just tell me what it is. Like, what is the reason? What is the reason? Like, because I just, I don't know myself. You know what I mean? Like, right? What are your thoughts? Like, I just need to know because I'm all for like Alexa. I'm all for Lily and Lily Lucian and I'm all for Eva. But it kind of seems to me that we don't know where we're going with these uh, four women. In Four women? Is that three women? I don't know. Like, are we counting Lily as a woman here? I don't know. Uh, are we counting these three women with the doll? Like, are we counting these people, these superstars? Oh, my God. I lost my train of thought. <gasps> no. Anyway, it's cool. We'll just put a pin in it. And we'll just hold it out for later. Maybe I might remember later on. Anyway, let's move on to our next category because storyline-wise, in Raw, we have the main, like, Rhea, Charlotte, and Nikki Ass, like, all competing for the Raw Women's Championship. We also have this Lily Lucian storyline, right? So that's two, right? So we have a main storyline for the Women's Championship. And then we also have this other uh, women's storyline with Lily Lucian. But then in this last fortnight, we had this weird match between Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax. And it was an okay match. Like, Nia bled. So, I don't know what that means. Because every woman who bleeds, right, they get this sick-ass, badass bitch status, right? Um, 
you know, and I'm referencing here, like, the man. I'm referencing, like, A-dub. Don't say that loud because it's bad. Like, you can't do any of this shit. Britt Baker. Which, by the way, side note here. Britt Baker has a shirt that says Britsburg, but it looks like Buttsburg. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. Is there anyone else who's looked at this merchandise and be like, <laughs> Buttsburg? Anyway, sorry. I'm just... Oh, by the way, this is the pin drop that I referenced before. Wow. I don't even need Josh on this show anymore. Get fucked. Like... That bitch. Anyway, um, this was the pin drop from before when I was talking about a future storyline being built because Nia Jax and Rhea Ripley had a match against each other. Uh, Nia Jax bled. It's no big difference other than just segue to like 20 seconds before. Um, and what had happened was Nia Jax lost. Also, Reginald, where the fuck did he go? He quickly fucked off after that 24-7 championship. And why is that still a championship anyway? Is anyone with me? Am I right? Um, anyway, sorry, pause. <clears throat> um, so this led to, um, Shayna. So, th- okay, sorry, sorry. Let's talk about this. So, right, Rhea Ripley defeated Nia Jax. Or was it a no contest? I can't really remember at this stage. Either way, um, Nia Jax lost, I'm pretty sure, because she had like a, she was given the Riptide and then Shayna walked out, which is really good because for storyline continuity, I'm all about this. And I've been saying this from the beginning, like they need to break up and have like a best of seven series because it's not like a focus on the Raw Women's Championship and it's not a focus on like Alexa Bliss, which I love Alexa Bliss. I need, um, I just need another storyline here. And for a while, we'll get in there with the whole Tamina, Natty, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke storyline, like the flex appeal thing. But that died quickly because Mandy Rose went to NXT and Natty injured herself. And I'll get to that if I remember in the draft because Natty was my star fucking player. And now she's injured. Like, fucking of course. Like, are you joking? It's cool. We're chill. Just relax. So that was something that I wanted to mention because I think that we could see this potential storyline build up between uh, Shayna and Nia Jax. And I, you know what? I'm actually kind of here for it because I've never seen these two women in the ring. And it would be interesting to see how it plays out because we could definitely get something like a very like Seamus Cesaro vibe. Um, And I don't think we've ever had up until like my SmackDown comments, right? Just hold that in your head for a while with these women. um, I think we can see these two women going together and giving us kind of a best of the best series. And yes, I get it. Like it's Nia Jax, but like, at this stage of our life, like, if you ain't at the lake, like, where the fuck you at? Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's just give them a run for their money. Like, clearly Vince loves Nia because we haven't had since Karma. And that feels weird to say her name, Karma, because it's awesome Kong in my mind forever. We've never really had these monstrous women of WWE. And clearly Vince is all about fucking that, right? Like... So, like, Nia Jax is going to stay regardless whether we like it or not. Um, so, I think, like, let's actually utilize her and let's use her in the ring uh, and go against Shayna. If I had it my way, maybe Raquel Gonzalez would replace Nia Jax as, like, the monster. But, like, time will tell. Anyway, let's just quickly move on here for a second because now that we've potentially, like, looked at where we're going with the Lily Lucian storyline, which is heading to SummerSlam, maybe... Because, okay, sorry, at the time of this recording, right, we actually still have the Raw SummerSlam Go Home Show, and we also have the SmackDown SummerSlam Go Home Show. So, 
we still have a week to figure out what's happening. So Lily might take on Eva Marie. Could you imagine that at SummerSlam? Like a doll taking on Eva Marie. And I can already like see Twitter and all my Twitter friends at the moment because I'm just like, I'm popular. Like just being like, um, what the fuck is a doll doing? Of course, like Eva Marie would botch with a doll. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck that shit. Like, let these women be. And then we can also, like, you know, we've also had a look at this future storyline between Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler breaking up. Even though Reginald is nowhere to be. By the way, I saw his program being like, I'm Reggie. Like, he just, like, he basically, his storyline is he pretended to be the sommelier of, like, Carmella. Like, the fuck is this bullshit booking? Fuck off. I'm so over it. Anyway, let's talk about some more bullshit because <laughs> we are talking about the Raw Women's Championship title picture scene. I'm going to need a drink for a second. Guys, I know we haven't had like a bing in a while, but like, maybe just have a drink before we get into this, okay? And if you want some real good luck out there, SummerSlam Women Women Lockdown, bitch. So let's do it. Let's talk about... um. Nikki Ass, Rhea Ripley, and Charlotte Flair. Because we're heading into SummerSlam, obviously, in the triple threat match, which is such a disappointment when we have thrown out in previous episodes, like, Becky Lynch's name. Like, it just seems like such a waste. However, we'll get into that, into the predictions uh, side of things, right? Let's talk about the, uh, the um, what was the match? They had the no-holds-barred. First of all, it's advertised for the Women's Championship, and then they've started doing things like a Championship Contenders match. And I have a question. What the fuck is a Championship Contenders match? Because I don't know! And we'll just figure it out from there, right? Anyway, Rhea Ripley has been winning her matches, Charlotte Flair has been losing her matches, and Nikki Ass is just a fucking superhero in a fucking leotard. And I'm not here for it, and I don't like this storyline, and I don't like where we are going with it. We literally, in 2016, had Lita, a Hall of Famer, denounce the Divas Championship and to bring in women and to bring in these women wrestlers to be in comparison with WWE superstars. So why the fuck are we five years later and we have a Umu superhero, which is spelt incorrectly in the first asshole fucking situation as our champion. I don't buy it. I don't believe it unless this is building to a bigger storyline, which I highly doubt it. But we'll get into that very soon in the prediction segment. I don't buy it. I don't believe it. I don't want it. Just give Charlotte her championship. I don't care that it's like her 50th title reign. Just give the fucking belt to her and give her real competitors. Why haven't we had like you know, a revisit of Charlotte Oscar. Like, SummerSlam's coming up. And I swear to God, like, in SummerSlam, uh, not SummerSlam, Survivor Series is coming up. And with Survivor Series coming up, do we want to see, and this is an opinion poll here, do we actually want to see Nikki Ass versus Bianca Belair? Or would you rather see Sasha Banks versus Charlotte Flair, a storyline that has had history and has had all this monumental build-up going against each other? You tell me. Anyway, I'm over there bullshit. I fucking hate it. I hate this storyline. Unless it leads to somewhere, which we are getting to. We'll figure it out. Anyway, guys, I'm going to take a super quick break because I've been talking for a while now and I kind of need to just like woosa for a second. So everybody take a deep breath in. Oh God, my nose is blocked. Nose is a symptom. Oh, that wasn't even a joke. I'm so, anyway, um, breathe out. And let's just like, 
I'll see you in a couple of seconds, okay? And let's talk when we come back. Let's talk about SmackDown. Hey, everybody. It's Editing Dane here. Just wanted to check in and see how you're going. Um, because that was a lot of bing noises. Um, and I just, you know, did you finish a drink? Did you finish two? Are you just drinking with water? Probably optimal. Or do you need a glass of water? Because now's the time to get it. And I'm only just telling you this because I distinctively remember between these uh, segments, I poured a big fucking drink. So I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better to the end of the episode. So hold in there. You got this. And um, yeah, just go grab a water, take five minutes and then get back into the episode. Good luck. And I hope you have just as much fun as I did. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. Have you had a chance to catch up with your drink? Do you need another drink? Did I give you enough time to pour the second drink or third or fourth? I'm not here to judge. And to be quite fair, if someone is going to sit here and judge, then you need to back the fuck up, Kyle. Just saying. Guys, I'm very excited because now we get to move into the segment that I'm actually excited about. And I don't know what that was. I'm so sorry. And I will never use that voice again. Because we are going to talk about SmackDown. Hallelujah. Because out of the seven women, Bailey's injured. So we're going to count them as six women. Um, all of the SmackDown women are involved in the fucking storyline leading up to SummerSlam. And I'm very excited for it. Let's get into it. It's going to be quick. It's going to be... Shit, no. That's what rhymes with quick. Smit. Smit. Quick. Wit. <gasps> anyway, let's talk about the wittiness of these women. Because these women have been fucking delivering. Because I read on Twitter, right? Let's talk about, first of all, I, I'm just all over the shop because I'm so excited to talk about the one, the only, the bitch, the boss, Sasha Banks. Fucking yes! She has been fucking killing it. I feel like, right, with Sasha Banks returning, and let's talk about the reason why she was gone first of all, right? Put a pin ah, in it first, because the reason why she was gone, and she said it this week on SmackDown, as in like a couple of hours ago, she left SmackDown for a couple of months because uh, Bianca Belair's hair whip had caused a scar, which is why she was gone for all this time. Now, it's not the best excuse. However, I would give Bailey the hall pass because she injured herself and that has obviously developed these storylines differently. Remember, we were meant to have an I quit match at Money in the Bank. Like, for fuck's sake. I'm going to give them a pass on this because everything else with the SmackDown Women's division is just fucking slaying. Thank goodness. So back to the point of before. Sasha Banks has returned, right, with this, like, I don't know, I just feel like her fashion, her style has just been, like, evolved again. And she's not just a heel, she's, like, this mega heel. I feel like this is, like, the final boss for Bianca Belair, and I'm very excited. Because we have to think about, right, and this came up from, like, a Twitter friend, which was like, hang on now, do we think, because, all right, sorry, hang on, whoa, whoa, wee, whoa, back it up again, because we're talking about the SummerSlam contract signing between these women. And what happened? Oh, ew. And what happened at the contract signing is that Sasha Banks was like, I need some witnesses. 
So, of course, Mella and Vega came out in very matching outfits to help witness this. And this goes to something that, like, first of all, let's talk about the theory here. The theory is that Sasha Banks had actually set up Belair for Vega and Mella to attack her a few weeks ago for Banks to return and be like, oh my God, I'm going to help you and then turn on her, right? So these goons, is that the right term? These, I don't know. I think of them like, oh, these are my like villain goons that help me out. So with Mella and Vega, are they working for Sasha? And this comes back to a theory that I think Josh was saying before, um, which was like with Bailey having like, uh, not Tamina, Naya and Shayna, backing her up for protection. Is that what we're going here with this with Sasha? Because if so, I'm fucking into it. That was it. Simple. These women are killing it. At this SummerSlam contract signing, these women sat there and Banks was like, I need witnesses and bought out Mella and Vega. And they did a surprise attack on Bianca and it was fucking everything. I'm so ready because we now have, right, this weird storyline that involves all of these women together. And this is what we need, right? We know that Vega and Belair have had this weird thing. And we know that Sasha and Belair, like, main evented fucking WrestleMania, right? And then we also know, and this is where I don't quite get it in, is, like, Mella and Banks had this thing for a little bit there. But I'm willing to forgive that because it is the dub-dub overall, right? So let's talk about it for a second, right? The thing is, on our uh, on the SummerSlam website, we actually have its Banks v. Belair round two. And I'm here for it. I'm here for, like, this series of events. I'm here for, like, the next Beggy Charlotte, ne- the next uh, Banks, Bailey, the next... Um, Charlotte Banks, like, I'm ready for, like, this next best-off series, and I think we've got this with Belair and Banks, like, this is round two at fucking SummerSlam, let's fucking do it! Anyway, I'm gonna calm myself, but I'm very excited for fucking once, like, and I, I, this, I, I don't know, it's like the dub-dub, right? You could have 50 women, and you only need six to make these great storylines. It's very reminiscent, and I'll say it again, and I'll go to the cross of fucking Jesus himself and say it's like the SmackDown 2016 all over again with these women off SmackDown. We don't need 15 women to a roster where only six are being used, and this is a great example of Raw, uh, where we have these Five women at the moment of SmackDown, and they're all wound in together, right? It's interesting, and I like it. And I'm very ready for Banks Bel Air round two at SummerSlam. Now, that's not all I had to talk about on um, SmackDown this episode, because we need to talk about, I guess... Oh, sorry again. Who am I, Josh? Wow, I am sitting in his seat and he does tend to hit the microphone a lot. But that's okay. That's on him. But what we do need to talk about is the women's tag team division because Natty is injured, which is fucking up my team and we're okay with that. We still had like Tegan Knox taking on Tamina and we still had Tamina taking on uh, Piper this past fortnight. Which just makes me think, like, what are we doing with the women's tag team division? Apparently, Natty is only out for, like, a couple of weeks. 
But, like, why would a ring Tegan and Knox? Sorry, should I say Knox? Because, like, as if we don't know, as fucking viewers of this product, Tegan Knox is Tegan Knox. Why would you bring in a SmackDown and change the name Knox? Like, I just don't get it. Like, what are we doing with here? Like, and there's no even, like, women's tag team, like, championship match at SummerSlam. So what the fuck is going on? I'm done with it. I need it to move on. Fuck off. The thing that's keeping me going at the moment is the women of SmackDown, and I'm fine with that. Cool? Okay? Comprende? Comprende? Wow. The, something that has also been brought up to my attention while we're talking about uh, Banks v. Belair 2 is this build-up has been much better than their WrestleMania build-up. And I agree. Like, the the bank statement with, like, the braid on the table and, like, the attack of, like, the goons. And we're just going to go with the goons for now on. Uh, the attack of the goons. Like, this is what we should have had for WrestleMania, right? Because if we had Sasha build up as this mega fucking villain, right? And Belair still won and took her title off her. This is what we needed from the start. But it's the dub-dub, right? Let's just, like, lower our standards from, like, a four to, like, a one. And then divide it by like 3.76. And that's math I can't even do at the top of my head. You know what I mean? Anyway, guys, that's been it for SmackDown at this stage. Let's take a quick pause. And now, I don't know how to introduce this. But we're going to take a pause, right? And then when we come back, we are going to talk about my SummerSlam predictions. But before my SummerSlam predictions, Josh has kindly offered his own recordings for his predictions of SummerSlam. So we're going to hear his first, and then we're just going to get back into the episode, right? And if you need to fill up your third drink before we talk about SummerSlam and the women of SummerSlam competing against each other, against these other women, like, let's just fucking do it, okay? So let's take a break, and when we come back, it's Josh's SummerSlam predictions, followed by the remainder of the episode. Hey, 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 everybody. So, for the SummerSlam predictions for 2021, I have, in the SmackDown Women's Championship match, I am picking Sasha Banks. That's right. I think I think the boss is going to take it, and I think she's going to take it back. Now, for the Raw Women's Championship triple threat match, Nikki Ash... Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair. I hate to say it a lot, but I'm going with Nikki Ash. I think she's going to be champion for a little while longer. It upsets me to say it, but that's what I think. So there you go. There's my predictions for SummerSlam 2021. And one final thing I'd like to say. Fuck you, Kyle. (laughs) 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 Bitch, Kyle! (laughs) It's just not your luck, right? Even, like, while we're talking about the whammon, you still get a fuck you, Kyle, from our co-host who's not even here. But that's okay. Just make sure you're drinking with this episode, and I'm sure you will be okay. Now, guys, let's talk about our SummerSlam predictions because the women are killing it and I'm ready for them to deliver at this pay-per-view. So I'm going to make this nice, short and sweet, cuddled with some treats. 
I actually think that Josh is uh, correct with his predictions. I think that Sasha Banks is going to become the new SmackDown Women's Champion. And I think that Nikki Ass will retain as much as it kills me to say it. And that is just for some, you know, I don't know. I just, I just would love to see Charlotte win. And here's why, right? And this goes back to earlier in the episode when I said I have something big incoming. Could this potentially lead, right? Charlotte wins or Rhea wins in terms of the Raw Women's Championship, right? In SummerSlam, Charlotte or Rhea wins and defeats and takes the championship of Nikki. And is this enough to break Nikki ass, right? And it breaks her. And she snaps because, of course, all of, like, the women's storylines is like, she snapped, she's psycho. Like, women don't have any other emotion, correct? Um, Does she snap? And does she, um, I don't know, somehow does this tie into the Lily thing? And does this tie into Nikki Cross breaking, right? Because Nikki Cross, remember, was part of that, like, psychotic club back in NXT. And she had, like, that screaming theme. Does this ultimately tie her back in with Alexa Bliss? I would like to know because I think it's a viable option. But it is the dub-dub, so I'm assuming she's going to retain. That's what I would like to see, right? Anyway, thank you, Josh, for doing your part in this episode. Even though we didn't need you because we are playing our own drinking game. Thank you. Now, listen, everybody, when we come back, I mean, we're not done yet with this episode. I told you, this was the lockdown fucking edition. We're going to take another quick pause. I know this is quick in between, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the draft because this is it, guys. I'm not even, I'm going to hold my excitement and I'm going to let the static noise play because when we come back, we're going to talk about the draft. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to our final segment before we talk about SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer in winter in Australia, yeah, and we're in fucking lockdown, woo! Now, let's just get it together, let's keep it calm, we've only got a few more minutes left while we talk about this and talk about the whammon of Dub Dub E, let's do it, because this is the last draft update. Before the draft is over for Total Recap Season 2. Are you fucking kidding me? This has been such an up and down roller coaster, and we will finalize the draft in the most nicest way possible. But this is it, because next episode, we are going to be announcing the winner of the draft. Is it Team High Voltage? Is it Team Dynasty? We do not know because it ends at SummerSlam. But what I can give you is an actual update to the scores of the draft. And unfortunately, and it kills me like internally, the women of Team Dynasty are just not doing it. Because guys, we fucking, 
we slipped through the cracks this past fortnight and fucking high voltage were able to fucking secure our goddamn position. However, before I get into the scores, let's talk about what the total recap draft is. Now, I can't believe I have to repeat myself, but this is the second last time I'm going to repeat myself because the total recap draft is simple as this. Josh and I both have our own separate brands. Team Dynasty, mine luxurious diamonds hanging out on a fucking cliff looking at the ocean has to deal with Team High Voltage like you think of meth heads in the fucking alleyway and that is Josh and his brand, correct? And they compete from after WrestleMania to SummerSlam in this point-based competition. We each have 12 superstars. Four, I think it was three or four we handpick. Then we pick the ran or the rest through a random lottery. And our last pick is our diamond pick. And can I just tell you my diamond pick was Sasha Banks and he picked Nikki Cross just for the fuck of it. And I get it, some bullshit. But those are our teams. If you want to see our teams, you can check us out at Total Recap Show or on Twitter at Total Recap Show. And it's cool because in this point-based system, the rules are simple. If one of our draft brand superstars are in a match, they get one point. If they win the match, they get two points. And if they win a championship, they get three points. And if... At the end of the draft, whoever has a champion on their brand, they get an additional point. It's as simple as that, and the loser has to buy the winning brand a bottle of alcohol. And if I sound bitter, fucking bitch, yes I am, because I had to buy that bitch, Josh, a bottle of vodka last year, okay? And it hurts, and I'm here for fucking blood. And now that you know the rules, and now that you know everything that's happening, I should probably update you with the current draft points. And let me just tell you, at the last episode, my team dynasty, the fucking beacon of fucking women's wrestling, were on 118 points against High Voltage on 117. Here I was looking through the trees being like, bitch, there's my light. I'm going to win. And do you know what fucking happened? Nikki fucking ass had to fucking come back in full swing as a fucking stupid leotard. Fucking bitch. Fuck this bullshit. And now their fucking results are as simple as this. Team Dynasty, 123 points. Team High Voltage, 128. There is five points difference. And we still have Raw. We still have NXT. We still have SmackDown. And we still have SummerSlam. The biggest party of the summer in winter in Australia in lockdown. This is it, guys. I can't stress enough. We only have another week until one of us is declared the winner and it is not going to be me and I tell you why. Do you want to know why? Well, let me tell you why. It's as simple as this. Josh actually had won the cash in the bank briefcase at the Royal Rumble. And guess what? 
He did not fucking cash it in. This was his last opportunity to cash it in. I gave him the option. I told him it was the final draft and he did not cash in, which means I fucking can stand up. And after SummerSlam, me and my women are going to win the draft. So look out, bitch. It's as simple as that. Easy, peasy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. Now, guys, I know I'm disadvantaged at this point. I'm five points behind. But at this stage, if Charlotte wins the championship, I'm going to have three additional bonus points because I will have the SmackDown Women's Championship, right? Think about it. I have Belair. I have Banks. Whoever is going to hold that SmackDown Women's Championship, I've got them. Who, in and even if Tamina doesn't defend her uh, SmackDown, whatever the fuck, the Women's Tag Team Championship, I've got Natty. She's half of that. That's two additional bonus points. It's as simple as that. Now, if Charlotte wins, boom, that's three. Can I not make it any clearer? Josh, look the fuck out, bitch, because I'm going to win the fucking draft. You missed out. You didn't cash in. That's not my problem. Simple as that, bitch. And guys, for everyone listening, congratulations because Team Dynasty is going to win this. And that's it for the <laughs> that's it for the episode, guys. Listen, I can't appreciate how much you had to listen to me talk to you for 40, 35 plus fucking minutes. I get it. It was probably the best fucking episode you've listened to because Joshua wasn't here. But I hope you've had a great time. I hope that you're on your fourth fucking glass of wine. Even your fucking double vodka and Red Bull. Like, whatever you were drinking. I hope you had a great time during this lockdown edition. I hope you have enjoyed yourself during this SummerSlam in lockdown predictions episode. Whatever it was, thank you for being here. And guys, I can't even fuck with you. We are literally way past mid-season finale, which means we are on the downward spiral to the end of season two thank you all so fucking much for listening i can't express how happy i am that you continue to listen that you continue to download these episodes and fucking just share it on twitter like i don't care what you do get people listening because we care about the women of wwe sick anyway guys i have been your host dane for this very special lockdown edition your head of security, Kesha, has fallen asleep, but there is no um, there is no security threat around my property at this stage. For anyone who wants to keep up with us, please do not forget to check us out on Twitter at Total Recap Show. And for those who want to listen to us or if you would like to have a draft update or if you'd like to know any of our other available streaming services, head to TotalRecapShow.com where you can find all of the fucking information you need, including our email address. Fucking write us an email, bras. I don't know what you need. I hope that you all stay safe. You wear your mask. You wear your hand sanitizer. And I hope that you have a great party of the summer in winter in lockdown. Okay? I can't say anything else more. Good luck. I'll see you in the next episode where we will have the fucking final draft results okay goodbye i love you all thank you so much for being here bye cuz you can look but can't touch you can't dream and stop